0: The Carolina Panthers added a quality depth piece on Monday. What could this mean for their defense moving forward? I'll tell you right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and yes, Friday, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Fridays I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions either at me or DM me over on Twitter, at Julian Council, to get those questions into me now. On Monday morning, the Carolina Panthers, Panthers for the first time at training camp down there at Wofford ahead of the 2023 season, put the pads on. I'm going to talk about some of the takeaways there from Frank Wright, the Panthers head coach here in a minute. But it was a newsy kind of day as far as roster transactions go for the Carolina Panthers as they added some key depth there at linebacker and also said goodbye to one of the rule holdovers. We'll get into him in just a moment. Let's talk with the biggest news of the day coming out of Monday happened Monday afternoon around 3 30. The Carolina Panthers have signed former Falcons and Browns linebacker Dion Jones to a one year deal in rap report of the NFL Network first reported earlier on Monday morning that Jones was in attendance working out with the team and that the Panthers were interested in potentially signing him to add some some depth. Frank Reich in his press conference on Monday afternoon, or I guess really Monday morning. Was it afternoon? Whatever. On Monday, he said he felt good about the players at inside linebacker. Uh, Kamu Grier-Hill's been one of the standouts so far. The surprises of training camp as a guy who was brought in to be a special teams player. And Shaq Thompson went out of his way uh, a couple days ago to say that, hey, we got to finally get this guy in the field. And Kamu has certainly Had experience as a starter in Philadelphia. He started last year when he made his way to Houston and has been a solid player when given the opportunity. So the Panthers at least had someone like him who they could go to, or something to happen, Frank. Frankie Louvu or Shaq Thompson. It also would allow potentially Frankie Louvu to got to go outside to outside linebacker and be able to rush the passer like he did last season, where he had seven sacks in his first year as a full time starter in the NFL. So that allowed them the opportunity to do that. Now with Deion Jones, the Carolina Panthers have yet another veteran player in that inside linebacker group. Now you have Shaq Thompson, who's had multiple seasons now with 100 tackles. Now you have Frankie Luvu in his first year as a starter, had over 100 tackles. Deion Jones in five of his seven NFL seasons and five of his six seasons in Atlanta. The one season he didn't was when he was injured, had over 100 tackles last season in Cleveland played in 11 games, only started in five, had 44 tackles, had a career high of 137 tackles just two years ago in 2021. in Atlanta was a Pro Bowler in his second year as an NFL player back in 2017, finished third in AP Defensive Rookie of the Year voting in 2016, the year where he helped the Atlanta Falcons get to the Super Bowl, where, of course, they blew a 28-3 lead against New England Patriots. Never forget. But now he's here in Carolina. And I think this is a really good move for the Panthers. I always felt like Greer Hill was a good move, considering that he could help you special teams-wise. When you look at his numbers, he started in the league. And he was starting last year once he left Arizona and got to Houston. So you have that already on the roster. You, of course, have Shaq Thompson Who's been a tremendous player for that defense the last couple seasons as he stepped up as a team captain and been one of the lone bright spots and has been tr- tr- awesome and a guy that they really haven't been able to take off the field the last couple seasons and then Frankie Louvu who was a surprise in 21 the way he was able to make an impact not just on special teams but in the limited action he got as a start or not as a starter but on defense at linebacker and then what he did last year he was a revelation so now you have. These four guys all here in your inside linebacker room, and that has gone from certainly a question as far as depth goes, even with Greer Hill, to what you would think would be a very strong position group. You have a guy who's been a Pro Bowler. You have someone who has Pro Bowl potential in Shaq Thompson and even Frankie Louvoo based off what we saw last year, and you have another solid player who's been able to start in the league and also can help you on special teams. So the linebacker position at inside linebacker especially has now gone – from a question mark there with depth to probably one of the stronger position groups on the roster. And I think that's pretty fair to say that. And that's a job well done by Scott Fitterer and by um, Frank Reich and by this Panthers organization to bring in a player in Deion Jones's caliber who can help them out. Now, what does that mean for the defense? I already talked about with Greer Hill, how if he can come in, potentially that can kick Frankie Louvo out to outside linebacker and they is your help as far as edge rusher goes. I'm still waiting for the Panthers to bring someone in. Jadavion Clowney is still available. You can Ngakwe is still available. Those guys would make sense, especially Ngakwe, who already has familiarity with Frank Reich, having been with him briefly last year in Indianapolis before Reich was fired by Jim Ursay, who's a nut job. So the Panthers are in a good situation there where you can have the ability to move your linebackers around and have Frankie Luvu help out Brian Burns as the opposite outside linebacker in this defense in passing situations. And you can now afford to give someone like Shaq Thompson a blow if he needs it. Like, he doesn't have to play every single snap. Like, I would still expect him to play the vast majority of snaps. But you have a player in Deion Jones who can get the job done. You have Hill can get the job done. Obviously, Frankie's shown that he can be a high-level player for you at inside linebacker. So this is a great move for the Carolina Panthers to get someone who was formerly a division rival, was probably one of the only good players on what have been terrible Falcons defenses over the last couple of seasons. I know his contract was pretty high, and the Falcons were in cap hell. So I think that's more the reason why he ended up not being in Atlanta last year and the move on to Cleveland is now here in Carolina Good move by the Carolina Panthers to bring Deion Jones in. It will be interesting to see you know, what his role will actually be once we get into the season. Um, as far as the position group goes, as well, you got to think that Deion Jones, Frankie Louvu, uh, Camus, and Shaq Thompson, all four of those guys are going to be on the roster. So good luck to a bumper pool someone we talked about who could potentially get on. But now the opportunity is no longer there. Uh, Chandler Wooten, who's thought to be a special teams player, you already got. Frankie can play special teams. You also got Grier Hill can play special teams. Does he not make the team after being one of those uh, key special teams guy for the Carolina Panthers last year? Brandon Smith, someone who really hasn't been that big of a special teams player and someone who helped him out last year who was drafted by the previous staff and didn't really get on the field last season. Now he's got four veterans ahead of him. Is he going to make the roster here in Carolina? He's probably someone who's right now on the roster bubble because of this move that the Panthers have made. A smart move by the team, but one, that potentially is going to kick a guy who you just drafted in the fourth round last year out the door. And he's not the only one of the draft picks from a year ago that are probably right on the roster bubble. You also got to look at Amari Barno. They're an edge rusher, and especially if they add someone like, like Clowney or Ngakwe, he's probably out the door here in Carolina if that's not already the case right now, just looking at the situation and how things have played out, especially when you're seeing a guy like Kobe Jones, who talked about him the other day, He's really stood out, and the pads have come on, it sounds like he's still doing some of the same things. So Deion Jones here in Carolina, kind of changing the calculus there at inside linebackers. You now have four veterans, and you have a second-year player who's probably on the ropes as far as whether he's going to be here in Carolina. He's going to have to make the team via special teams, which is what Chandler Wooten is really here to do. And what he was able to do last year, and Chris Tabor is still here as special teams coordinator. So an interesting group now to look out for here at inside linebacker in the battle there on the roster bubble. And you got to feel confident moving forward into the season with four guys who are veterans and guys that have pro bowl potential and guys that have been pro bowlers before they're in the inside linebacker room. So that is great for the Carolina Panthers to be able to build some depth there really organically by going out and getting someone in free agency, but also, well, I guess, I don't know if that's not organic, but either way, going out and getting two veterans um, via free agency to help this team out and to be able to put them in a position where if something happens to Shaq or Frankie, you feel good about the two guys behind him that can step up and help you out, and it still allows the Panthers to do some things creatively, uh, creatively. On defense, yes, I can talk. Cannot talk today, really messing up, but that's okay. Carolina Panthers got Deion Jones. I'm excited about that. I think a lot of you should also be excited about that as well. There was another roster of the Carolina Panthers made on Monday. We'll get into that and what Frank Reich had to say about his team as they transition into pads on Monday down there at Wofford here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On fantasy football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting a waiver wire every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster so with draft prep underway for the upcoming season let's see who vinny has picked out for us on this week's ebay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week looking to park an elite running back in your fantasy football garage after the top half dozen options at the position have been taken off the lot expect lions rookie jameer gibbs to be a roaring engine as he takes the lead role in an overhauled backfield the first round pick is a steal as an RB2, possessing the talent and pedigree to deliver big immediate results in a loaded offense. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship and eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know that you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with ebay guaranteed fit everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away for the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle just look for the green check get the right parts the right fit and the right prices at ebaymotors.com let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to us customers eligible items only exclusions apply There was a roster move made earlier in the day for the Carolina Panthers on Monday as they decided to part ways with one of the Matt Rule holdovers and defensive tackle Bravion Roy, who played in 45 games the last three seasons in carolina starting in 15 of them he has now been replaced by former alabama defensive lineman lebrian ray who was a former teammate of bryce young last year ray spent time with the patriots during training camp was of course cut and then played this past spring in the usfl for the philadelphia stars who don't actually play in philadelphia an interesting move considering that ray is probably not going to make the roster. And I think the Panthers are going to try and use him at defensive end. He's about 290. makes more sense that he would be out there instead of trying to be kind of a nose tackle. We're getting into some of the comments here from Frank Reich, who spoke uh, glowingly about Marquand McCall and how he can fit into this defense. Roy just did not seem to be the kind of player that they felt like was going to fit them from the get-go. And that's why they went out there and got guys like Shai Tuttle who's played in this style of defense before. That's why they got Deshaun Williams. That's why they got um, Taylor Stalwart. That's why they went out and brought John Penasini. They brought in some players who made more sense, who had experience in the scheme with the coaching staff in the past that fit them better. And this is not necessarily a surprise, considering that we knew that there were going to be some casualties once Matt Rule moved on from the Carolina Panthers, or really the Carolina Panthers moved on from Matt Rule, and they brought in this new staff and a new scheme. Not everyone was going to fit. And there's been guys that were awkward fits. We look at a guy like Ito Grosmatos, who seems to be an awkward fit there at outside linebacker. We'll see how that ends up uh, materializing as we go throughout the rest of preseason and training camp, if he gets the opportunity to carry on and be on the roster and get a chance to make team here in Carolina. We'll also see now how things have worked out with Bravion Roy as they moved off of him and Marquan McCall, who's still here after they brought in some veterans. So there's some players that – Fit, and there's players that we knew really didn't fit, and Yon Roy is one of those guys who did not fit the scheme that they wanted to do. And Frank Wright came out and said it on the Monday that they're looking for guys that can play the gap-and-a-half scheme that they play, and Roy clearly was not a fit for them, does not really have the size and length that they're looking for in a player who would be able to play that role. And it's honestly good for him that he gets cut now. As he gets cut on the 31st, we're doing the show, course, on August 1st, he still has time to get into a training camp elsewhere. He's going to go on the waiver wire, and I would imagine that a team would go out there and want to pick him up, a guy who is a veteran, who's played. And that's why I found it interesting in a way that they got rid of him and they brought in a player who you look at as someone who's unlikely, just looking at the numbers there on a the defensive line and what they already have to make the roster in Ray. Maybe he does. Maybe he's a practice squad guy. We'll see. Getting a look at him is not a bad thing, especially if you know that you're going to move off of a player like Bravion Roy. But now this allows Bra- uh, Bravion Roy here early on at the beginning of the month with training camps not even a week into it for most teams in the NFL that he can get picked up on waivers and go find his way to another camp and still have a chance to make a roster. So that's probably the best thing for him. Uh, no idea. If his agent might have been like, hey, you know, this is not going to work out for us. Okay, why don't you go ahead and let us go, and then we can figure out a way for the Carolina Panthers with just the past moves that we've seen. And even when I talked to you all before training camp opened up, he was not someone I projected to be on the roster. I thought there would be an interesting battle there at defensive tackle, but it felt pretty clear based off of the moves they made in the offseason who was going to be the odd man out. And that odd man out clearly is Bravion Royce. So that was the first roster um, transaction the Carolina Panthers made on Monday before the signing of Deion Jones. And by the way, Deion Jones, as I'm recording this, on Monday, July 31st at 4.14. I have not, looking at my Twitter account right now, I have not seen a uh, corresponding move uh, made just yet because the Panthers are at 91. They need to get down to 90 players, and someone is about to lose their job as well. So that's unfortunate for whoever that's going to be. Uh, But maybe it's not. Uh, All right. So over to Frank Reich. What he had to say on Monday down there in Spartanburg on the campus of Wofford College as the Carolina Panthers uh, had day one. Uh, with pads after three practices last week. They had a walkthrough on Friday. So four days acclimate to all oh, that's going to happen in training camp and the way this coaching staff likes to go about things with their practices. They put the pads on on Monday and Frank Reich had said, "Well, no, when the pads come on. And he felt like that his team handled the transition well as far as tempo and physicality goes. And he really talked about the continuity on the offensive line. He was asked about that how key that's going to be for Bryce and Taylor Moten. He spoke to the, the media before Frank Reich and he talked about the maturity of Cade Mays and what he's been able to do so far, filling in at right guard for Austin Corbett, who, according to Scott Fitter, is ahead of schedule, but we'll have to see uh, at the end of the month whether he actually will be able to be on the initial 53-man roster, or if he's going to have to start off the season and miss the first four weeks by being on the PUP, the physically unable to perform list, that's something to look out for. But Frank Reich went out and said, hey, our philosophy is it all starts up front. And if you guys pay attention to football, I know we get so caught up with like quarterbacks, which obviously is important, but it's a game that's won at the line of scrimmage. And if you cannot win at the line of scrimmage, as we've seen, whether your quarterback's good or not, As we've seen the last couple of years, when they had battle lines, you really don't have a chance. And when you have a defensive line that can't get after the passer, you're going to get cooked. So the Panthers understand under Frank Reich that it all starts up front, and he was excited when he came here. Part of the reason why he wanted to was the established offensive line with a great old line coach in James Campen. When you have Ike Iquana, who's already taking that next step as a left tackle, entering his second year in the NFL. When you have Brady Christensen, who was supposed to be in a competition with Chandler Zavala there at left guard, you feel good about him. You feel good about Zavala whenever he Comes back as far as depth goes. You bring in Justin McCray to back up Bradley Bozeman, who was a really good player for the Panthers last year. Of course, Cade Mazur, they drafted a season ago. He's now sliding in at right guard until Corbett comes back. And you got Taylor Moten there at right tackle and Cam Roving behind him, former first round pick, who's been your swing tackle last season and now your swing tackle again this year. You got to feel really good about the offensive line. That's certainly the case for Frank Reich. As he looks at his team heading into the 2023 season, he talked about Cade May saying that he likes his mental approach, that he's continued to mature in every way mentally, physically, understands the game. His approach has matured. So, good sign so far coming out of that offensive line. A position group that I said going to camp and into the season is the best position group for the Carolina Panthers after it was a massive weakness. Over the last couple of seasons, until last year, when that trend finally stopped. Uh, looking on the defensive side of the ball, talking about defensive tackle, Bravion Roy, no longer here, a player who I felt like was going to earn another job here in Carolina after he did last season and has shown some signs. Is uh, Marquand McCall, who Frank Reich went out of his way and said that yes, he is a prototypical nose tackle in this kind of three-four defense. Now he's going to be more of a backup, but he's going to get his reps, I think, for sure. Especially when it comes to stopping the run, he can even maybe get after the passer a little bit based on what we saw from him in limited snaps last season and even going back to his career in the SEC at uh, Kentucky. But Frank Reich said he's got some explosive twitch in his body. That's <laughs> yeah, always good to hear some explosive twitch. Like he's a guy who can dance there in the inside and can cause some problems. So Marquand McCall looks like he's uh, on pretty steady ground right now as we're heading into the second full week of training camp down there in Spartanburg. And yet Kobe Jones, who is someone who really is flashing the, the rookie out of Mississippi State as an edge rusher was flashing over the last couple of days before the pads came on, and that's apparently carried over. And Frank Reich said that he flashed during OTAs. He was interested to see what it looked like when he got to camp. Got back to camp, saw a lot of the same things. Pads come on on Monday, and he didn't disappear. Because a lot of guys, they'll look great in shorts and a T-shirt, and we get pretty caught up with that. But once the pads come on, you really find out who's about that life. And it sounds like Kobe Jones is someone who should still be looked out for as the Carolina Panthers are trying to find – some quality depth there and really find a starter there at that edge rusher position opposite of Brian Burns. Kobe Jones looking good so far. Uh, Bryce Young, DJ Chark. Bryce threw another interception, by the way. Frankie Louvu getting that one. So all the linebackers, Shaq, Bryce, and Kamu have all been able to get an interception in camp. So it's only a matter of time until Deion Jones gets out there and does the same thing once he finally suits up for the Carolina Panthers down there uh, at Wofford. But Bryce Young and DJ Chark apparently building an early connection, seeing that on Saturday with the deep ball. That happened again on Monday, and that's a positive sign. I know that Bryce worked out with some of those guys in the Dallas area this past off season. We know that Hayden Hurst, who talked about how excited he is about being in this offense, that he's going to be a key part of it in the passing game. You know Adam Thielen's going to be. DJ Chark certainly would be the case as well. So feeling good about those top three receiving options for the Carolina Panthers heading into this 2023 season, working with that young rookie quarterback who's behind an experienced, established offensive line heading into the year. The vibes down there in Spartanburg are positive y'all feeling good about the Panthers heading into the season as there's a lot of things to feel good about a lot of things to be excited about and we'll see how that all works out now a few things injury wise that need to uh be clarified and cleaned up and you know discussed we'll get into those here in just a moment as Dante Jackson says he's back to normal what could that mean for the team here in 2023 we'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. All right, some quick injury updates for the Panthers uh, coming out of camp on Monday. C.J. Henderson uh, did miss out with a groin injury. Now, he was out there and apparently pulled something. They're not quite sure what the severity of it is just yet, and that's super unfortunate. Because Yesterday, it's one of the things, like two things that we talked about yesterday. We talked about the depth that was being built on defense, especially at an inside linebacker and at a corner with uh, Kamu, Grier Hill. Now you're bringing Deion Jones, so feeling even better about the inside linebacker position, then cautiously optimistic about the cornerback position, especially at outside corner where Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn have both dealt with injuries the last two seasons together, and that has hurt the Panthers when they've had the call on guys like C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor to step in late in the season, in particular last week, last year, Week 17, uh, against a Bucs team where if you win that, you're right there in control to win the NFC South. Like maybe it's probably the, for the best they didn't. Uh, not quite sure, but either way, you know C.J. Henderson, someone who went out there, looked good again, had an interception of Bryce Young last week, the first pick that Bryce had thrown up until that point in training camp and was someone who was starting to uh, garner a lot of attention. And he had a lot of that last year when Steve Smith Sr. came out and talked about how hey, he was locking up everybody um, in training camp. But that did not carry over to the season. And Henderson's talked about having the fifth-year option. Uh, declined and not really being all upset about it, just using it as a chip on his shoulder and as motivation as this is a contract year for him. So, unfortunate to see that he has a groin injury because it's not good for CJ, first and foremost, as an individual, to have to deal with something like that in that heat. And also so early in the camp, we see these kind of injuries happen all across the NFL as, you know, guys got to get used to being back in football shape. It's a little bit different when you're working out on your own, whatever you do in the summer. So he's trying to get back and used to the grind of it, and that's now popped up for him. So hopefully it's not something that's going to be too serious, something that lingers, and it's not great for the Panthers. So we think about just depth that they need to have. If Henderson is banged up throughout training camp and is not able to really take that next step, that's going to hurt the team once they go into the season. And he's not the only corner that was dealing with an injury uh, this this past uh, Monday as Rajon Wright was also on the exercise b- bike and did not practice. The uh, UDFA out of Oregon State, who was on Last Chance U, someone who I said going to t- training camp, would be on the roster. He is someone who missed some time, so not great to see that Henderson and Rajon Wright were both out of practice or at least, you know, Missed a big portion of practice on Monday with their respective injuries. Marquise Haynes, who missed out on Saturday, uh, with back the other Saturday at Gibbs Stadium down there at Wofford with a back issue. He was not in pads when he was out there uh, working off to the side. So we'll see how long that will work out for him. Second year in a row, too, for Marquise Haynes, where he dealt with a knee issue last season that was scary. Turned out to only be a day-to-day situation. Uh, he's now dealing with an injury, trying to work back as he's still competing there to be the starter at outside linebacker opposite of Brian Burns. But there was a positive injury uh, update from Dante Jackson, and we really got the positive from him way back in June, which is not really that far away. Uh, But either way, uh, he came out and just talked about how he felt good and that there was no concern that he would be starting off on PUP. And we did find out last week that he had passed his physical and he had pass conditioning tests, which is great. Because then he had to start. He didn't have to start on pup, but the Panthers still. And Scott Federer told us right up from the bat <clears throat> right off the bat that you know they wanted to take their time with him. They didn't want to go out there and just work him back too quickly. But it was good and a positive sign that both J.C. and Dante Jackson, your top two corners, were back healthy and ready to go once training camp opened up last week. And then when pads came on, they were both back out there again today. So that's a positive thing. And Dante Jackson spoke to the media, talked about how he feels great, that he feels back to normal, and really took – everyone through just the psychology of suffering an injury like that and how it's so mental more than anything and he's someone who has dealt with this before obviously with the hamstring but really to go back to 2020 with the turf toe and there was a great article on ESPN.com that came out about a year after that just talking about how difficult those turf toe injuries can be and they had Dante Jackson quoted in and he would talk about how there were times where He felt great. He could cut and do everything, and then all of a sudden, he would just step on it wrong, and then he couldn't play. And now it's kind of a situation where – the Achilles yeah you got to trust it because that's such a terrible injury to have especially with someone with his talent his speed and having to play the position he plays where you need to be able to to cut and to move like you do as a corner and be able to keep up with some of these talented wide receivers that are only getting better in modern day football with this past happy spread offenses that they have that have materialized from co- from high school to college now to the NFL and have become even better with all the talent that you have so having a player like Dante Jackson healthy Recovering from that is so important for the Carolina Panthers, for them to reach their goals, particularly when you look at C.J. Henderson. Now with that groin issue, we'll see how serious it is. They don't know, again, they don't know how, what the severity is, but some that who, someone who you have not really have been able to – excuse me, someone that you have not been able to really rely on the last couple of seasons, Henderson, not great for him to kind of have it set back in camp. And Rajon Wright, someone who potentially – could make the roster as a UDFA, he's dealing with something and had to be on the exercise bike on Monday. But Dante Jackson says he's feels great, he's back to normal. Frank Reich even said that he hasn't known Dante long, but it does not look like his speed has diminished at all. And Dante came out and said he's still the fastest guy on the team. Uh, DJ Chark, he's fast too. That's what that's his boy back Shoe. And um, He's happy to have him here. But uh, DJ, he says he's still not faster than him, so it's good to see that D-Jack – is still the fastest player on the team, and he's feeling good. And he said the other day that he had a breakthrough. And it's one of those things where, you know, you just got to feel confident you know, in that ligament, you know, in that knee, whatever it may be that you hurt, and be able to get off and go do your thing. And he feels like he can do that, and that's a positive for the Carolina Panthers in a position group that has a few injuries that may or may not be all that serious at all. But it's good to know that J.C. Horn's back out there healthy. Dante Jackson's feeling healthy and that the Panthers secondary seems to be in a good spot. He did credit the communication um, from Xavier Woods, who started all the games here last year, and even Von Bell, who's now come over, who was a captain in Cincinnati and is someone who's going to allow the Panthers to be even more creative in this new 3-4 scheme under the new defensive coordinator, Ruggiero Averro. So good to hear that Dante's feeling good, that he's back to his old self. He's always had a great personality, always effervescent, someone that you love to listen to, and someone who is one of the leaders on this team and will once again be one of the leaders defensively. And the Panthers desperately need him to be healthy. For a full seventeen-game season coming up here in 2023. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Hosted by yours, Julie, Julian Council. Again, y'all, subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, and be sure to follow me julian council on twitter at julian council where i'll be back on friday to answer your weekly friday mailbag questions either at me or dm me over on twitter to get those questions into me now but in the meantime be safe be happy be whole as always keep pounding and i'll talk to y'all on wednesday